Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. two of what seems to be a three-part kind of a thingy that I'm doing. Um, it's it's a twist on being more audacious. This is part two. If, you ha- if you're just dropping in at this point, I would suggest you go back and listen to part one is my advice. So you get the full context of, uh, of what I guess I'm trying to explore a little bit here um, and with the next one as well. It's been a pretty full-on week on my side. I hope wherever you are in the world listening to this at whatever time that you're well and that you're in good health and that you're also remembering that your inner voice is not you. Really importante. Um, muy importante, as I believe the Spanish would say. So I, I at the start of my week, I had my annual uh, leadership retreat for business owners and senior execs. It's called the Thrive Experience. Um, I think this was a seventh or eighth one. And obviously the first one, first real live event like this post the pandemic. So it was just... Oh, it was just such uh, amazing event just to be with people and like-minded energy souls. Um, we had 23 there plus me 24. So we just had a, a lovely blend of, of laughing and reflection and activities and things like hiking and a couple of drinks and chats and food. Just really, really, really special event. Um, over the next few podcast episodes, I probably will bring in some of the themes that kind of came up in the dialogue and the the flow of of conversation, which was very rich i found this year and meaningful probably my favorite ever thrive which is always uh, a challenge because every year it feels like it's the best one but this year without doubt it was the biggest group and probably the best for me and it seemed to really um be very powerful for the people who were there um and certainly one of the things that came up was very much what i talked about in part one of this particular sequence of episodes which is about including yourself in your success and it was amazing to listen to people that that really came through as a theme where people were realizing perhaps that they hadn't included themselves as much as they would have liked to. So a lot of the business stuff was getting attention, which is always kind of the way. Um, but maybe the personal side, sorry, not maybe, definitely the personal side in, ma- in many ways unconsciously was just ignored. And so you can very often create and get to the destination thinking that this is it and realizing that you kind of for- completely forgot about you and looking after you in that picture and also the way you are and how you feel about your life and what you're creating so so important um and there's many different layers to it um and one of the layers that i'm going to talk about here in this part two of, of a twist being a on being more audacious and i i kind of hinted at it and said it a little bit in the at the end of the last episode where i used the phrase don't make where you are wrong and in my experience, what can very often happen is when you start to get into this area of, let's say, oh, I'm going to think bigger now. I'm going to raise the game, focus my, hire my intentions. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to really go for it here, uh, which is all good. Uh, but what I've seen happen time and time again, and I, I've also done it myself and with very smart, the best people that I've seen it happen too often, because I think in a way we're almost conditioned like this in the Western world in particular, um, is that you get so focused on, I want to be over there, my intention, I'm going to be over there in the future. But you're so focused on it 
that you kind of create this distaste for where you are now in your life. And it can really, if you're not careful, put a very negative filter on where you are now. And you can compare yourself to others. You can compare yourself now to where you think you should be. And all of that does is, with this negative filter, is really affect your state of mind, your state of being. And you can end up being quite miserable. You know, so I, I, I certainly, when I was early in my journey in some of this kind of stuff in personal, professional development, I guess is my, what you might call it, I would very often, like, you know, set big intentions and everything else, but I'd end up kind of making myself really hate almost where I was. There was no appreciation for anything that was in my life. And as a result, I was actually really knocking my ability to create better because without a doubt, and even all the research that's coming through over the last few years, last five years in particular, is showing that when people actually are more centered, calm, clear, when they're in a better uh, state, they are way more creative, they're way more adaptable, they're more inclined to actually achieve better things. So if you're a miserable of a git and you're making yourself miserable, you know, so you can still go off and do things, but it ain't going to be, um, it ain't going to be holistic and you're going to get an unwelcome surprise perhaps when you arrive at your so-called destination. And I think most people, when I'm saying like be more audacious and certainly at the start, include yourself, include yourself, which is sometimes like a weird thing to say out loud to somebody. Well, what do you mean including, including myself? And I think, you know, most people will have somewhere that they want to get to that they feel that they're not. So it might be they want to lose weight or gain weight. They want maybe want more money, more income. And maybe they want a better house. Maybe they want a better lifestyle, better holidays. Maybe they want to have a holiday home like somebody else has, or maybe they want a promotion. You know, what is it for you? Like, what's the bigger thinking for you? You know, I, I remember um, bizarrely a few years ago, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous episode. I don't think I did, but... I was working with a tech company and um, I was working with the director of a large enough uh, division and the, there was about like four or five lieutenants on the team that I used to meet up and at the time do a bit of one-to-one -one stuff with them periodically. But I thought there was a wind-up going on one day when I, I met, I won't get into too much detail here on this story because it's quite a long story. I'll give you the short version. Good for you, Shane. Uh, <laughs> but basically each person that came in, ultimately something came out that they want like what was in the future for them something that they were working towards that was important um in some cases it was it was professional um whether it was a promotion or a certain type of recognition or even a salary increase and in some cases it was personal but what was fascinating was and i, I kid you not this won't you, you probably won't believe this but it was the truth that pretty much in every meeting, the person person A would say, well, look, I, I want to get to here. But the fact that they weren't there yet was kind of throwing them off a bit. They were, it was giving them a distaste for where they were. And then the next person would come, come in, person B, and person B would, would have what person A was looking for, but they were looking for something else. And then they also kind of had almost created a distaste for themselves in their current circumstances. And you're guessing it as correctly, it went on and on and on. So much so that halfway through the day, I went to the senior person, my client, and said, listen, are you guys trying to wind me up? And he, and he had no idea what I was talking about uh, because I was starting to become paranoid. I'm sure it was a wind up. But pretty much as I reflected on the day, everybody had something that somebody else in that group wanted. Yet that thing was almost knocking them out. And I think if I loop it back to what I just said at the start, don't make where you are wrong. Everybody does this, I find, that that in different contexts, you might do be doing it in your work, but maybe you're doing it in an element of your personal life. Or maybe you're not doing it in your personal life, but you might be doing it in 
your work. And it, all it serves to do is knock your state, knock you out of a natural appreciation for what is good in your life. And certainly, even as I said to the guys in the Thrive experience there at the weekend, you know, if you're in the room or even if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably a good chance you're in the top 5% of people on the world enjoying a, a very high quality of life. Um, so there's always going to be a there. There's always going to be something else to strive for, whatever. Your mind's always going to do that. It's a more monster. But we just really have to manage it and make sure that we're the master to to our mind, not not a slave. And I think one of the key elements that you have to watch is if you're ever saying to yourself a version of, I don't like this, I don't like where I am, you know, as soon as you make where you are wrong, my experience is that you're starting to go off on the wrong uh, track. And um, it's funny, I was like talking to somebody, you know, recently about even just, they were talking about um, trying to improve the quality of their core relationship with their partner. And when we get into it, they were really comparing themselves to other people who they thought had much better quality relationships. And again, then they had put that negative filter over where they are. And it's not to say that you're trying to ignore the reality of the situation. If your relationship needs to be worked on, like all relationships do, uh, well, then it needs to be worked on, needs attention. But there's also going to be a lot of good there. And that, that can be, without doubt, I'm saying it here, I know it's not easy, but it is possible to do that. And it's a very significant point about not making where you are wrong. So what I would suggest is, as a kind of a, a reflection or question is, well, look at the main areas of your life. Now, I'll, I'll say a few just to help, but like money, your home, um, your sense of connection with yourself, your relationship, your core relationship, your family relationships, your work, your business. What else comes to mind for you? But where might you be making where you are wrong? I guarantee you that there is somewhere in all of those that you are making slightly wrong. It, again, just to be clear, it's not to say that you don't want to change something or improve it. That's part of what we're built for, I think, as humans, is to create, to improve, to evolve. Um, but what I've also discovered is that if we're continuously telling ourselves that, you know, the grass is always greener over there, effectively it's the same thing as saying where I am is wrong, well, then that's not going to be good. And it's certainly going to knock your appreciation and your level of fulfillment and enjoyment. You know, so that's a really significant point and then i think the other thing as part of that would be if you find an area or when you find an area that perhaps you're telling yourself that ask a different question ask yourself okay hang on what do i need to do to to make this right and i think if you look at that and really reflect on it and sit with it you realize that it's nothing more than the way you're thinking about it and that's why i'm bringing it into the inner edge because it's really to do with uh, how you're thinking and I, I've always been shocked and surprised at myself. Very often when I catch myself going, oh, hold on hang a second here. <laughs> I'm thinking about this a certain way. I am allowed to change my thoughts on this. It's not to be Pollyanna, because I'll always look to make it better. But um, it mightn't be the way that my mind likes it right now. But still, it's probably a damn sight better than what it could be. So in part three of this little sequence of episodes, to close it out, I'm going to talk about something that is pretty vital um not so easy to do but very possible and potentially a game changer for a lot of people um and it's to do with how we think about maybe the goals or the outcomes that we uh, create for ourselves it's a, it's a really 
important point, very often a blind spot for a lot of people who are interested in creating better. Um, and I think you will, if you stay with me, you'll, you'll certainly get a lot out of that. And hopefully you're getting something out of these so far. I'm here talking to myself in my office in County Wicklow, thinking that people might like this, thinking that people might be interested. But anyway, hopefully you are. Before I close out with the final point, um, there's a Mindshift program coming up. This is my little promo. I'm allowed to do it because it's my podcast, says Shane. Mindshift program, it might be of interest. We're going to close the doors on the next, next program uh, for next Tuesday, the 12th of October. We start the following day. Good group of people are coming together. Um, it's usually not what you think, and it's it's a very different program to most programs in my experience, and it's a lot of fun. But also it'll challenge you, and it'll certainly equip you with the digital skills to, to make things happen maybe a little bit better for yourself in today's world, both personal and professional. Anyway, the link is in the show notes. Check it out. In conclusion for today, the best I can say here really is, you know, when you make where you are wrong, you, you can't see what is right. You can't see what is right. And if you can't see what's right, nothing really is going to be right. That's why you can be somebody who actually gets all the gold in the world and achieves great things, but actually feel no sense of aliveness or appreciation or enjoyment. And if that's something of what you're feeling, well, then maybe re-listen to this one. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.